I don't mean this in a negative way, but like at your deathbed, right? Who will be there for you, right? It will be your family. It won't be picture green. Like there won't be like some picture green logo, you know, like mm-hmm. when I'm dying. Yeah. Laura, thanks so much for uh, being on the show. Uh, Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah. uh, So why don't you just start us off by uh, letting us know, uh, you know, a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Okay. Um, So my name is Lauren Castellino. um, And if I were to like sum up who I am into three words, I'd say I'm an environmentalist, entrepreneur, and an educator. I founded a nonprofit organization, Pitch It Green, where we um, try to create the next generation of ecopreneurs. So entrepreneurs that think about sustainability. Go into a little bit further about uh, about what you do at uh, with with Pitch It Green. Uh, so essentially, we host various events where we try to um, get young people to learn more about pitching, but with a sustainability focus. So we've run series like. Um, a number of events like a sustainability pitch competition, a green business conference, and most recently we've hosted our incubators. Um, So we just really want young people to think about the ways in which they can kind of shift their business idea so that it's more sustainable, whether it's in the actual idea itself or in the sustainability uh, practices that the business follows. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how did you guys, uh, how did they get started? Um, well, I was involved in like another nonprofit, um, in high school and I thought it was super cool. I was like, wow, like environmental activism is like so cool. And I also like watched a lot of documentaries as a kid about like the environment or like food sustainability and stuff. So I was like, oh, you know, why don't I just start my own? Um, and I also had a passion for business since when I was 15, I started a skincare line then I was like, you know, why can't I kind of combine these passions, right? So that's kind of how Pitch It Green came to be. It was just with the passions I had, I guess, acquired through growing up. I just wanted to make something that was my own. Awesome. Yeah. So uh, you uh, did you start this uh, on your own or did you start it with like some co-founders, some friends that you met or how, how did that happen? Um, so I started it by myself, but then through my journey and wanting to start it up, of course, you need other people to help you, um, with getting it off the ground. So, um, I had just like met an advisor and like, he had, I guess, showed me how to like start an organization, put together a plan. Um, but then like throughout any organization, people come and go. So, um, I found some other great people to start the organization with as well um, just through like I guess applications and interviews and sadly not everyone could like stay but there were some really strong people that actually built the organization with me um, and helped me run some of our events. That's awesome yeah Uh, so like you sound like you're really into environmental activism you mentioned that you had a uh, a skin your own uh, it's sustainable skincare line early on. Like, is have you always been this kind of, um, you know, very proactive kind of person? Like, has this always been something that, you know, your parents have said, like, oh, yeah, she's always trying to get something done? Um, I think, like, in terms of the environment, like, in my elementary school years, there was an eco club, but I never really thought of it 
uh, as being super big, I was just thinking, oh, you know, this is just like our little school's eco club. Um, and I like when I was younger, I wasn't like younger as in like in elementary school, I wasn't super involved. But then as I grew up, I guess the interest just followed me and I wanted to learn more about it. Um, and I think especially in high school where um, I felt really excluded from a lot of things, I felt like the environment was like my safe haven and I, I felt like I can relate to it a lot. And whenever I was feeling stressed, I could always just take a walk and it would just make me feel so much better. Would you say that um, like you sort of discovered uh, that part of yourself in like in high school then? Is that what they Yeah, yeah, for the most part. And I guess like the people I surrounded myself with were pretty environmental as well. Mm. Yeah. Excellent. So then would you say that like that um, self-starter entrepreneurial, uh, that spirit of you, did that also develop in high school? Yes, it did. But I think the reason like why I am the way I am is just due to kind of the bullying I experienced as a kid. Um, like growing up in an environment where a lot of people were kind of teasing me and bothering me about my race, um, like having super big eyes or whatever, um, and just not having the same grades because I was kind of a poor performer um, in my mm. younger years, um, just kind of made me want to be a better person. Um, but then even as I went to high school, I noticed how I was just so shy and I would just like completely mess up the interview process of whatever club or council there was. And I just felt so excluded. And that kind of drove me to actually want to be like my own self-advocate and to have that passion to actually pursue something that I'm actually good at. I guess you could say that that sort of um, uh, the the negative experiences that you have experienced sort of uh, triggered uh, your your proactiveness and your action. Yeah, like I feel like anything negative that I kind of came into contact with, I tried to make it more positive or I tried to get that to motivate me to become a better person. Mm-hmm. And like, is that something you would recommend to, uh, to, to people who might be facing that, uh, like kids that might be facing that now? Yeah, like if you're ever experiencing any sort of bullying or you feel like people are just being really negative, just turn it into a positive or try to make that just motivate you. And I feel like that really worked for me because I just wanted to be better, um, like a better person. And now, like mm-hmm. even looking back on my experiences, I know I'd never want to treat someone the way like other people treated me. So going uh, into uh, back into uh, Pitch Green, uh, what what, are the, what is the what was the reception that you you got from when you uh, first started it up? Like f- from people around you, was it easygoing or was it like just a lot of like you know trying to get people on board with the idea? Like how, how, what, what was that process like? Um, I feel like it was kind of annoying at first. Like I was just like the type of person where wherever event I would go to, I'd just be like, oh hey yeah, here's my business card. My name is Lauren. I'm the founder of Pitch It Green. You know, like check out our website. Um, it was like pretty hilarious at first because I just really wanted to get like the initiative out there. But then I kind of realized, you know, I'm just being a little too um, intense. So I like toned it down a little. But um, it was it was cool to start. But um, of course, I needed that support, um, especially with sponsors. Like I needed to constantly email people and like ask like, if they were willing to support our event. Um, but it was a good start. But I, of course, I've learned from that experience. Mm. 
And what what about the, the like the people close to you, like your friends and and family? Like, were your parents supportive of it, or were they? Or yeah, that's awesome. Like, I think my dad was telling like all of his friends, like, oh, look at Lauren, or she's been interviewed on the radio. Like, check this out. Like, he just shared his friends my my things that um like I guess my online content like at his friends' poker games, and it was just mm -hmm. uh, super nice to hear that it was being so supportive. And same with my mom. Like I feel like, like, like everyone was just so nice. So they would donate to Pitch It Green because you need money to start off, you know. Um, but everyone in my family has been super supportive of me. That's great. Um, yeah, not not so many. Like from the stories that I hear, some parents are very supportive of them, and then other sto uh, stories, you know, entrepreneurs have their parents not very supportive of them. Uh, so it's it's kind of. It, you know, it, it's great that you, you have that support system. I, I myself have uh, that as well in my parents. Um, and yeah, I don't know if there's anything else I can say about it. Um, but like, what well, if, you know, just judging from an outside perspective, what, what could you say about, you know, um, you know, telling your friends and family and loved ones and close to ones about the things that you're passionate about? What would you like a piece of advice that you would give? Um, well, I feel like they've always just been supportive no matter what. Um, mm -hmm. I don't know exactly, but did you, just... Did you do something to, like, uh, create that environment? Or was that just, like, naturally who they were? Or, like, did you choose your friends specifically? Like, oh, I'm going to choose specifically supportive people or... Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Um, in terms of friends, I mean... I've had some negative experiences as well with them. Uh, so I guess I am pretty selective with who I'm friends with. Because um, when I was younger, like, there were, of course, the bullies. So I distanced myself from a lot of people who were negative. But I'm really happy that in my life now I have really supportive friends who have always just been there for me since, like, day one. Or whenever I need anything, they drop everything just to help me or just to make me happy, which I, I, I really love. I'm so grateful for. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So then uh, let's go into a little bit more of the weeds of, uh, of uh, Pitch It Green. What, like what is a, a typical um, week in, in your life with regards to Pitch It Green? But also like, you know, you're, you're still a student. Yeah, that's so like, true. You, so I'm sure, you, you know, you're balancing uh, several different things. You know, you're doing like, um, I think you're doing a major and a minor as well as as doing uh, as r running this, and I think you're also volunteer on a couple of different um, nonprofits as well, right? Yeah, like it can be really intense. Um, I have to say though, like there's no real like juggling of it all. Like I feel like with my passion for Pitch It Green, I really put a lot of my studies on the back burner, and I have been able to get by. Um, although I do recognize like the consequences of like not being on top of my schoolwork sometimes like I could have learned more or I could have done better um, but in terms of like a work week I don't know it really depends on when we have our events because I guess two weeks or a week until our event like I'm just so busy you know sending out emails and like making sure that everything's perfect communicating with the team um, but of course, I always attend all my classes. But in terms of like getting work done, at, like, like homework, that's kind of a challenge. Um, but I feel like always going to the library really helps me since I can balance 
or like I can separate those two worlds like pitch it green stuff I do in my room but then when I actually have to get serious about school I go to the library and I'm in my zone mm-hmm. if that answers the question yeah 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 um like you know I want to so this this podcast I'm trying to get a lot more uh you know young people from the ages of like 14 to like 30 um uh listening to this and and trying to get some help um so let's say someone else is is maybe whether in uh, post-secondary or they're in uh, high school and they want to try to balance their uh, their studies as well as their friendships and maybe they also have like this uh, this passion project this this business or this nonprofit or maybe something else that they want to try to like how how what would you What's some advice that you would give to this person who who wants to try to juggle all of these? I'd say like if you're super passionate about it, you can always make time for it. Since I think people have asked me like Lauren, like how do you like juggle all these things? But I'm like, you know, I just made it happen. I was passionate about it. Like I said, I was gonna do it, and I did it. So I feel like if you really want to make something happen, you can, but you have to put the work in, and sometimes you have to sacrifice some things like. I noticed in first year so many people were going out and clubbing and partying and like you know I don't know sometimes getting really good grades but for me I guess I just prioritized Pudgy Green I was like you know I want to make this happen I want to start a nonprofit. I want to get a team together and I just made it happen but that came with some costs as well mm-hmm. and okay yeah so that's a great like big picture advice but um could you give any like uh more uh concrete practical tips with regards to how to how to how to execute that like you mentioned the the tip about uh how you separate um you know pitch green stuff being at home and then your school stuff at at the library which is a great tip what's uh, another tip that you could give um just like being consistent or it doesn't just happen overnight um you have to plan things and i'm like a huge planner i like plan 10 years in advance sometimes um but you don't have to plan 10 years in advance but i mean just i guess having like a list of steps of how to get things done so if you want to have your own startup like what resources do you need do you need people do you need like material things um you need a business plan right you need to actually plan it out like a lot of people have great ideas but then they don't know how to execute it but i think it's about sitting down and actually putting that plan together like like even with pitch it green like we needed funded funding we needed a team we needed so many things right so it was just putting that together as well Mm-hmm. And did you have, uh, did, like, did you, do you plan your weeks in advance, like on a Sunday or like, do you plan? Yeah, how, I how, do. Cause, Cause you know, going into this interview, you were asking me like, oh, what exact specific questions are you going to ask so that I can plan for each one? And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very much the, the opposite, um, uh, where like, I love just, you know, like I, I can deal with a plan it's just i'm not great at planning i'm great at like when things go wrong i know how to adjust and so yeah okay um yeah actually i do plan like pretty far in advance um although i guess when people like contact me to i guess have something like this i do put it in my schedule and i do try to prepare for it just since i don't want to show up and like not be prepared right um no no i i really respect that thank you thank you very much for for, for that yeah if it were me i would maybe would not have put as much thought into into that um but yeah but then i think planning too much causes people to freak out because sometimes i freak out like before this i was like 
oh no, like, what if there's like a question that he asks me and I just don't know what to say? That's totally okay. Like, I think, so the, the, the other point of this podcast is to just show other people who, who are um, like a little bit ahead of the people who are a little bit ahead of the listeners to show them that, yeah, they're still kind of going through a lot of the struggles that they are facing. And like, they're still very much in the trenches. They're figuring things out. They don't know everything. And I think that's kind of what people need to hear. Like, you know, you, you listen to, um, uh, you know, podcast interviews of like with Richard Branson or someone like who's, you know, far off and, you know, they, they've made it right. But you don't hear as much of the stories of people who are still very much in those trenches and just letting them know, like, I have no idea how this is going to plan out. This could be, you know, in 10 years, this could be the failure that caused me to do something else, but this could yeah. also be the success. You don't know. That's so true. In, in that respect, what would you say is the biggest uh, struggle that uh, you're currently going through? Um, I mean, well, I guess I think... one could say the pandemic. Yeah, yeah, that's like been a big one. Um, but I feel like with so much time on my hands, I just wanted to do everything. Like, I mean, I, I'm working a 30 hour work week now. I'm trying to run an event with Pitch It Green. I'm trying to become like fit and like healthy. Um, trying to spend time with my family and friends, you know, like I'm trying to do all these things. Um, mm -hmm. So I feel like there's many times where I just experience absolute burnout and like I just crash and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't. Or I have like a meltdown and I'm like, oh, there's just too many things going on or I'm unable to fulfill my word, right? Um, yeah, so I think just like signing up for too many things. But at the same time, I'm a lot better now than I used to be. Like I would just not know my commitments or like how long things would take, but now I do. And I know what's realistic. So, you know, I guess going through um, uh, establishing uh, Pitch It Green, what was like the biggest problem that you had faced, uh, you know, starting this, uh, starting this business or yeah, starting this project? Yeah, um, I think just learning how to be a more effective leader, um, just since I'm kind of micromanagerial in a way. Like, I'm just like, yeah, I want you to do this, you do this. But then you also have to learn how to work with other people, like other people's ways of doing things. Like some people need a more, um, I guess, ha hands-on approach or like where I need to like tell them what to do, like constantly or remind them. Whereas other people just like a hands-off approach where I just let them do their thing. So I kind of have to learn how to work with different working styles mm. yeah so like when you started your skincare brand that was like just you right that yeah was just... it was just me alone doing everything and so when you started this you had to you, you realized that you know it can't just be me you got to bring on a whole team a, a, yeah. a staff of, of volunteers and and other uh, people on on your board and and on your team um what was like a, a big hard learned lesson that you had to learn Oh, I mean, whenever I do interviews, I try, like, to say things in a positive way. And I never <laughs> like to put anyone down because there's been times where I've been like, yeah, you know, like, they didn't do their job properly, you know. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to point people out. This is not, yeah, a, like, yeah. a, um, this is not a gotcha interview <laughs> thing. We're not trying to, you know, put people on the spot. Just, like, a, a lesson that you learned for yourself. Um, 
Um, and things that you learned about yourself, like a weakness that you didn't discover that you had until then. I guess like taking into account feedback, because um, we actually do have advisors on the team, and I actually met up with one of them like one day, and he just told me like you know you need to change some of these things, or you need to change your approach to meetings. You can't just talk. You have to listen to what other people say, because at several meetings I just like be talking for like an hour, and some people would be like, mm-hmm. like, when's this gonna end? You know, like or they'd be like, oh, I, I need to like go right. So I never, I guess, listen to people enough, and I, I just realized how I really need to take into account everybody's ideas, even if we don't go forward with them. I should still address them and be like, you know, that's a great idea, or I really like this about this idea, but we could maybe rework something. But at least addressing it, right? To make people feel valued. Yeah, I think a a big problem with, and that a lot of um, a lot of team members and I guess you could say employees have is they don't feel like their voice is being heard or they don't feel like they're valued. Um, and you know, like, what's the point of having meetings if it's just going to be one person talking the whole time? You could just, just send that out in a memo, memo, or you can send that out in a video or a voice note or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, you know, the, like the point of meetings is that you you have like different ideas, or you know, you have different. You you call a meeting so that you could have a rounded perspective. You know, like it's why yeah. it's why uh, the, the the parliamentary system exists so that you could have like the opposition and you know yeah. the, these different sides. Like, it's supposed to be a conversation instead of someone just having a lecture, like, oh, this is what we're supposed to be doing, right? Because mm-hmm. also there are people, like, even though I might have the leadership position or I might be the executive director, that doesn't mean that my say is, like, the final say. I need to get other people's perspectives, even if they're, like, kind of going against what my idea is, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, or don't let so- that title just define you or, like, don't kind of put it, like, don't try to, like, share with others and, like, make it seem like you're better than them. Or even, like, when we do our annual um, performance review, like, I ask for feedback myself. I'm like, how can I be better instead of me telling them, this is what you need to change. Like, I need to get that feedback as well. It's not just, you know, it's, it's supposed to be mutual. What exactly, like, interest, um, like, you know, I, I read your, your core vision and, and the vision and mission of, of Pitch Green, but, like, um, what exactly was it about it, um, you know, start starting this specifically that um, made you want to like fuse business and and uh, environmental sustainability together? Um, I'm changing topics a little bit. Sorry, I'm jumping around a little bit. But. It's okay. It's okay. Um, I guess just being a young entrepreneur when I started my skincare line, I was like, like this is really cool. Like I like entrepreneurship, but then at the same time, I, I had like these environmental values. Like I was interested in gardening. I started a garden at my school, my former high school, um, and I was like, how can I combine these two things? Like they seem like they're in two separate worlds. Or you never think that capitalism can go with the environment. They're always like in conflict with one another. But I wanted to make something work where we could kind of in our neoliberal world, how can we balance this? You know, how can we mm-hmm. balance? sustainability and profit making mm-hmm. and i think that's something that um we like as as young people we're trying to uh get started as as soon as possible because you know time is running out a little bit you know we're yeah. uh you know the, i think the un said like we got like 10 years um to, to drastically change the, change things mm-hmm. um so and i think 
uh, you know, business and innovation is, is a great way. Um, yeah, like innovation is a great way to, to really uh, jumpstart that, um, the passion for that. Um, mm -hmm. And like, do you notice uh, a difference in, you know, not just trying to get into like ageism, but like, do you notice a difference in between like the young people who are environmentalists and the people who are, I guess, more mature and experienced uh, in environmental causes? Like, what are some differences that you have noted? Um, sometimes I've noted, even with myself, I feel super intimidated when I'm in a group of people and like, I'm the youngest one there. But at the same time, I see it as an advantage and I try not to let that stop me. Because like I've been to many conferences where people have just been giving out their business cards and then they just completely skip me. They're like, they don't think I'm, I'm worth it because I'm too young, right? And I'm just like, what? You know, but I mean, I try to use that as like a motivator. Like, you know, I'm young. Like these people have probably like their own careers, but I'm still getting started and I can learn from them, right? So I try to see it as an advantage and I try not to let it like interfere with how I feel, um, although I do feel intimidated. But I see it as a learning opportunity. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like you are actually currently the, at this point, you are the youngest uh, podcast interview guest that I've had <laughs> yet so far. <laughs> um, you, I'm guessing you are like just around 20 or 19, something yeah, like that, 19, right? Yeah, 19. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm turning, turning 24 soon. Uh, and really? so the youngest. Yeah. Oh, I did not did know you, that. Okay. <laughs> did you think I was younger or older? I don't know. Younger. Oh, okay. Why. Yeah. You thought you thought I was your age? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. It's okay. Um but yeah, it's just like I often will go to um I'll often go to these um networking events or something like that and I'm often someone who's youngest by a margin of like 10 to 15 years and it just can feel kind of awkward, right? But um, I think it's sometimes a little bit of that, you know, even just uh, fake it till you make it attitude of just like being being confident and then acting as if you deserve their attention. And then, um, yeah, that, that, like that's kind of my advice to any uh, anyone who wants to um, like who's very young and wants to be in a place where there's a lot more uh, older people uh, and they feel kind of out of place. What's what's the one piece of advice that you would give uh, to someone who's young and wants to get started in a world that's, you know, maybe their youngest by a margin of 10 to 15 years? Um, I would say don't be afraid. Um, really, like, get out there. Like you said, you've been to networking events. When I was, like, I think 17 or so, like, I was just, like, wrapping up my high school year. I remember going to this three-day conference. I had to miss school. But I got to speak to so many different people and I got to learn different things. And even though I did feel intimidated, I feel like it was such a great learning experience. And people kind of changed the way I thought about things. Like, for example, someone was saying how, you know, there's so many founders or people trying to start their own initiatives, but it, they actually don't realize that it's kind of better to be working with other people since you might just be creating too much waste if you're starting up your own thing and not collaborating with others, if that makes sense. But I was just like, wow, that's so cool. I never thought about that, but it's, mm -hmm. it's a true thing. Yeah. So just like getting yourself out there and, and yeah. You know, and then meeting those people. I feel like after every conference, like there's always like follow up and people are like, oh, you know, I have this friend. 
um, she's super passionate about sustainability. Let me like connect you with her and then you meet more people, right? And it just helps you build your network at a young age. And then you don't feel so afraid anymore because you kind of have that foundation. Like you know people already. Or you think, oh, I've, I've already been to a conference like that. Like what's the big uh, deal about going to another one, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So, um, you know, like looking back, uh, you know, you this you had started it for about a year and a half, right? Um, Pitch Green. Yeah. About, about one year. Or I, almost two years, I think. Uh, I started it in like July of 2018. Yeah. So I guess looking back, even as far back as, as your skincare brand, um, like going back to, to high school, like, um, yeah, like in hindsight, uh, are there things that, what are the, some of the things that you are you're happy and proud about? And what are the, some of the things that you, you feel like, you know what, I'm kind of glad that uh, that happened? I'm definitely proud of my accomplishments. I know my family is too. I've got so many titles to like share and like, but at the same time, I realized it's like not about the title. It's like about who you are and like what you've um, learned as a person. Like I feel like now with any award I get, like there's no point of putting it on the wall. Like, you know, you should just know in your heart that you have accomplished certain things and there's just, there's no need to like, I guess, just share it with the entire world. Mm-hmm. Um, although what you should be sharing is your gifts, your passion, you know, your motivations. Um, and then, I mean, I also want to say that like, I've accomplished quite a lot, but at the same time, I do have some regrets. Like, I feel like I put in so much work into Pitch It Green and my other initiatives that I never took so much time just just sit down with my family and like to just like hang out with them because I was just so mm-hmm. caught up in like trying to get this started. But I feel like even with the pandemic, it's given me the opportunity to just like reconnect with them again, you know, and to start chatting and like just to see how things are going, right? But yeah. I feel like I was just too concentrated and like, you know, I need to like get this thing started. I need to, I don't know, become a big, I need Pitch Green to become huge, you know? But you also have to remember about the really important things in life and your family will always be around. Because I guess like, I don't mean this in a negative way, but like at your deathbed, right? Who will be there for you, right? It will be your family. It won't be Pitch Green. Like there won't be like some Pitch Green logo, you know, like mm-hmm. when I'm dying. Yeah. Yeah. But that's yeah, what really I think important. Yeah, because I ask, I like to ask this question to my guests because a lot of times we can be so caught up in the like in the now and also in like the future. Like, oh, what am I going to do next week or next month? I'm going to plan for that, and then we forget to look back. You know, it's like even when you're driving, they say that every eight seconds you should check your check what's behind you, oh, right? Oh yeah, your rear view. Yeah, so it, you know, I just. Uh, I think it's also important uh, to 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 reflect back on uh, take some time to reflect back on on your uh, what you've done in the past um, and what's behind you. Wouldn't you think so? Yeah, like I, I like to be reflective so that in the future I can strive towards my goals and just become a better me. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Well, now we looked into the past. Let's look into the future. You said you're you're a person who likes to plan things. What yeah. what is uh yeah. So, like, what's what's the 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 goal or the the plan? I mean, obviously, you've had a wrench. Everyone has had a huge wrench thrown into their uh, one year plans. But uh, like, what are some short term and long term 
Uh, I guess first short-term plans. Like, what does the next twelve months look like for you? Um. Well, I'm working at a soup kitchen right now. I'm doing the marketing, so I hope to stay with them until the end of the summer, um, like as my part-time job. Um, and then I also want to just be really fit and like healthy because I've realized the toll that university has taken on my body and like my mental health. You know, being too stressed. I want to like eat better and like exercise more. Like my friend is always telling me to work out. And I really have to, to listen to him because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, the, what is it? The freshman 15? For me, it's like more like the yeah. freshman like 20. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, like I just I need to take care of myself because I think with entrepreneurs, they are so focused on like trying to do well, but they don't take any time for themselves. You need to take mm-hmm. care of yourself. Yeah, I, um, I, I watched this video the other day uh, where he was describing how uh, you, you have like basically a wheel uh, of like physical and mental health um, where you, you have to make sure that both, you put an effort into both both of them, but uh, the, the physical one is always easiest to start with. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it, it's less complicated. And so I think like, you know, just don't forget that physical health because, you know, you, you won't be able to accomplish your goals if, you know, if your body is not able to let you do that. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So uh, then what are some long-term, like, you know, 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, um, uh, like aspirations or or goals or plans that you have uh, for the future? I'm hoping that I'll always be an entrepreneur. And I feel like with my personality, I just like being my own boss. I like making my plan, you know, Right. Um, so maybe I think one day I'll start my own consulting business or something or something with the name Castellino in it. It's my last name. It's just, it sounds so cool. Like Castellino Consults. Hey, it's an alliteration. I like it. Alliterations are, are, are great business names. Um, yeah. yeah, you seem like, you seem like, so you started two ventures. So you seem like the per- type of person that's like entrepreneur, once an entrepreneur, always an entrepreneur. you like that it's in you, you like, there's n- nothing to kind of stop you. Um, so yeah, continue with uh, like, w- what are some long-term, like, you know, 10 years down the line, or f- maybe even like five years, like when you had finished school, like, are you planning on doing a master's or are you planning on just like jumping right in? I'm hoping to do a master's in the environment and business, just since right now I'm doing my studies in international studies in business, but I don't know. I just want to learn more about the environment since I feel like I know a lot about like the politics of it, but I want to know more about, I guess, the science behind it, like the science behind climate change. Cause like sometimes like I just don't understand or like there's so many numbers involved, but I, I want to know what they mean. Right. Um, and yeah. Awesome. So yeah, uh, coming around to the end of the, the interview, before we finish off, what, what's something that you want to close us off with, you know, uh, telling the, the listeners, especially young listeners who might be around our age or maybe even younger, they're in high school. Um, what's like some words of wisdom and, and advice that you would give them? Um, I would say that take any challenges that you are going through in your life and try to make it a positive, even with the coronavirus, try to, you know, use that time that you have on your hands. If you're staying at home, it's actually do something and make something great or use your passion and your talents to really make a difference for other people and the planet. 
Excellent. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. Where can uh, people find more about you and, and about Pitch Green? Um, so if you want to find more about Pitch Green, you can follow us on all of our social media platforms at Pitch Green, P-I-T-C-H-I-T-G-R-E-E-N. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And if you want to connect with me, you can just connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Lauren Castellino. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, Lauren. Well, thank you so much for having me.